0: Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to My Ties at Sunset. I'm Ty. And I'm my happy Aloha Friday. I set the intention that we're going to have a lot of fun and share a lot of laughs today.
1: There's plenty of laughs to share.
0: (laughs) I'm always giggling, and I apologize because sometimes I feel like when I'm editing the giggles that it's still a little loud. Do you ever notice? Yeah, they're pretty loud. Uh, I do. I do try to, like, tone it down. I, I drop the giggle laughs.
1: No, but it's like it's it's a genuine experience that's occurring. And and our listeners want to hear the giggles because they know when it's appropriate to laugh as well. Like sometimes we say things or we talk about things and people are like, should I feel sad? Should I feel shock or should I giggle? And then you hear the my giggle and you're like, oh, okay, cue in laughter. I do giggle a lot, though.
0: (laughs) I can't help it. There it is. I can't (laughs) help it.
1: Everything. Well, the funny thing is, like, you will back up. I try. Like, visually, you're backing up as you giggle. And so, like, the loudest part is, like, in the beginning. And then it, like, hits a high note. And then it goes backwards. And you can, like, actually, if everyone could imagine, you see, like, this person. And they, like, starting to, like, do the wave towards the mic as they giggle. And then... Like move away. It's really it's almost like the uh sitting up a version of a of the worm. Isn't it isn't move.
0: it the uh fall down on the floor laughing, you know, like I'm backing up to but my chair reclines, so I'm not gonna hit the floor.
1: R O F L. Oh, R O F L Yeah, rolling on, yeah. rolling on the floor laughing. Rolling on the floor laughing. I it I can only like count maybe three times in my life that I've ever done that. Like you've laughed so hard that you've
0: collapsed in laughter.
1: Yeah. Like, m- mostly when I was a child, just because the distance to the floor was a lot less. Mm-hmm. And so you could go down on your knees mm-hmm. and like laugh and then proceed to roll like you're <laughs> putting out a fire. But for most of us, and probably most of our listeners, the process of getting down to our knees involves a lot of like groaning, uh, <laughs> a lot of bone cracking and pain. I noticed the other day when I was trying to get up off the floor after sitting for almost nine hours on the floor, Mm -hmm. um, my body hurt. (laughs) I had to, like, get on my hands and knees from the sitting position Uh and then, like, grab onto something and push up. And I was like, wow. I think, you know, PSA from Ty for this episode is to always stretch. Stretch when you can. Try to stay limber try to stay alive. Okay, (laughs) that was it. I transitioned out of that PSA very well, so that was that. Okay, so
0: you had the funniest thing that happened to you when you called me earlier um, in the week. You said um, that you were trying to leave um, your friend's place and they were watching Poltergeist and she was passed out like a light. Oh my gosh, it was a terrible, terrible... You're just trying to say goodbye. I don't know if anybody... And I was trying to say goodbye just to let her know to be kind. But you didn't want to,
1: like, wake her up during a scary part of the movie. Right. What happened was I went over to visit with some friends and, you know, it had it wasn't really late. But the, these particular friends have a lot of kids. And so I was like, oh, I'll come over and I can keep an eye on, you know, one or two of them. You know, we can all have a good evening and watch the movies. Well, I come out from playing with the, the youngest and the mother and daughter are passed out on the couch. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, and I'm also wearing a mask to be uh,
0: (laughs) extra respectful
1: of them because, (laughs) well, yeah, but I was wearing a mask because I wanted to make sure I was protecting the youngest. Um, she, she has some autoimmune disease and you know, she's, she's at risk. And so I was like, okay, coming out. I'm like, all right, I see them sleeping and, and you know, gentle rousal is good, you know, touch the leg, Mm -hmm. Touch the shoe, mm-hmm. give it a little wiggle, yeah. and, you know, you expect results. Nope, nothing. I was even concerned that they weren't breathing mm-hmm. because they, the way they were passed out, it just looked like something out of a horror film. Then come to find out, ironically, I turned to the TV and I'm like, what are they watching? And then I see the static TV and the little girl in front <laughs> of it. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're watching Poltergeist. <laughs> what? a terrible movie to be watching when I have to wake them up out of a deep ass slumber mm-hmm. because I almost thought they were dead and the thing is this family does not like the sun so they're pale already <laughs> so you can't even tell if you know there's blood circulating so I, I as someone who is knowledgeable in, in, in medical things I watched for the rise and fall of their chest to make sure they were breathing mm-hmm. I called them I texted them mm-hmm. nothing So I finally had to like go over to the daughter, Mm -hmm. try not to be too intimidating, like sit on the floor, Mm -hmm. like kind of just like in a non-intimidating position because most people would like shake you from above and I don't feel like that's a really great way to wake somebody, especially if they're sleeping really hard. So I just like gently caressed her leg and she kind of like blinked awake and I said, I don't want to scare you in my nicest, calmest voice. Mm -hmm. I don't want to scare you but I need your mom to wake up so that I can say goodbye and walk out. And she like had to really violently shake her mom out of a slumber. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the worst scenario. (laughs) Anyway, she woke up and she was laughing because Poltergeist was like in full swing behind me. And I'm standing there with a dark mask on my face Uh in dark clothing because I like I don't really like a lot of bright colors. And I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to scare you guys. Like, I just I just want to leave. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. What time is it? And I'm like, past your bedtime, apparently. <laughs> so that was a funny story. And I will say, you know, nowadays with all the things going on in the world, it is best not to frighten people.
0: Yeah, best not to frighten people. But if you can help. Speaking of poltergeist, that was um one of the first horror movies that I actually really appreciated and I really liked it really yeah I mean I've seen a lot of other horror movies previous to that and um I kind of I think because it was ghosts I don't really like to see the ones that are more realistic like it's a serial killer those eh, that's like real news actually that happens all the time right I don't need to see that yeah. in any kind of you know movies to me or like mm-hmm. you want to <laughs> escape and I don't want to see live it in living color. I don't want to see TV shows and movies about things that I'm trying to escape from the news. <laughs> and the news already looks like a horror movie. But Poltergeist, you right. know, was very um sci-fi and it was crazy. And um come to find out, like I actually thought that the premise of the bodies at the end, you know, being they they filled in the cemetery or something, right? for to build their subdivision that they were living in which is why the whole area was haunted i actually watched an episode of um on discovery channel like it's an old show uh expedition ghost hunters unknown
1: oh
0: i think it's expedition unknown um with uh this guy josh gates and no, it was Expedition X. Mm. I'm sorry. Expedition X. It's kind of a newer show, but it was like last season. But they had, they were investigating like this lake that was haunted. And when they went into the lake, they found headstones from a cemetery. And come to find out that they actually just filled in the cemetery to turn it into a whole lake. And they just flooded it. Wow. And they actually didn't move the bodies. Mm. And they didn't move the headstones. They apparently moved some. But I I suspect that it was people who were able to pay for the removing and, you know, relocating of their loved ones.
1: That's so weird that you couldn't do that legally.
0: And it's not the only place it's happened. So it's happened in other areas. So before you go into a lake, you might want to check to see what's under it. If it was a
1: cemetery. Wow, that's creepy. You know, every time I think about swimming in a lake, I think about touching the bottom. Mm. And it's always slimy. And it kind of like sucks you in. Yeah, you know? it grabs your foot. So oh, I did my own. I did my own sound <laughs> effect. Um, yeah, they I oh sometimes I if I go into a lake, I don't touch the bottom. There's reasons. Mm-hmm. There's there's just weird reasons that I don't do that. Um there was something I was gonna say about the lake and oh, so in Louisiana, you know mm-hmm. how they're they have like low, low level, they're at sea level or under that. Their cemeteries, a lot of them were built um, above ground. So a lot of the tombs and everything, the bodies are above ground yeah. because well, every time it floods there, bodies start to float to the surface and then float away. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's happened quite a few times. I think they have it under control now, but well, that's why they have all those mausoleums and all those things because they wanted those individuals and their dead bodies not to come out during, you know, a rainy season yeah, cause or a hurricane. The earth does things.
0: You know, it has earthquakes it moves, and ships, shifts, yeah. floods. It does all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it do- nothing seems to be really permanent. It's amazing that they do these archaeological digs and find bodies and bone parts and things like that. Body parts uh, still in their same place, undisturbed. You know, it just means that the mm-hmm. earth didn't like swallow it in some kind of earthquake or something. But anyway, I just want to go back to horror stories, horror movies. Um, when I was young... My friends and I used to want to, like, make our own horror movies. And to get a really good scare is so hard. I mean... Really? When I think about Poltergeist, that one movie, the only scene that I felt was the scariest and the most well done was the boy in his room and the lightning was happening Did outside. He... Oh. I mean, they really... get he gets dragged under his bed. ...really set the scene. And then there was that creepy clown doll, like... First of all, who in the world has a creepy clown doll like that? Um, There's a lot of people who like that stuff. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. I'm there with you. It's really scary. And then it turns its head. But that, that was the best um, setup for a horror scene that I think I've ever seen. I mean, and I watch newer ones like The Grudge and things like that. I thought um, The Blair Witch Project, which um, came out. Oh, God. It's got to be like. 20 years ago, like in the nineties. And um, that was like revolutionary when they, the way the style that they filmed that movie at that time, you know, everything handheld, they're running around. So you don't really get to see, they don't really necessarily set up a scare so much as they imply it by the, Mm -hmm. the running and the blurred motion as somebody who's tried really hard to create a horror movie themselves. (laughs) I just say that, you know, I thought that was actually kind of genius. And uh, I've seen it cross over into, like, mainstream since then.
1: I feel like um, this is a new little tidbit about you, Maya. And (laughs) I know that you could probably do a very good, like, terrified scream. Mm -hmm. All we need to do is have a cockroach fly. (laughs) Oh, I I don't need to.
0: I don't need to. (laughs) I scream all the time. And my my neighbors hear me scream all the time in our neighborhood. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: i couldn't imagine yeah. uh, top that, of my lungs it's a, a pretty pretty
0: blood curdling scream yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> blood curdling she said i have not read that since uh like some kind of goosebumps <laughs> novel or something that i read that's hilarious okay
0: but speaking of cockroaches i didn't scream though but um it was getting hot and uh i don't Every time.
1: <laughs> Every time it's a cockroach story. <laughs> I day. don't
0: always turn on my air conditioner. And um, I haven't actually turned it on since like last summer, really. Um, it hasn't been that hot. But a couple of nights ago, there was mm-hmm. no breeze. And I was like really lying in my bed going, I would really like to turn on my air conditioner. So I'm listening to the sounds. And uh, my room is super quiet. And then I hear this like. I can't even make it. It was just like on plastic, you know, like.
1: Like a low crawl, slow crawl.
0: I don't know. It sounded like something. Oh, something inside of the air conditioner unit, which is plastic. It sounded like something with wings was like crawling or flapping occasionally
1: in it. Oh, no, that sounds terrible.
0: Yeah. So that that's that, going um on? So I was too afraid to turn it on and let the air vents open up and see what was inside. So um, the next day, (laughs) uh, in the bright daylight and sunlight, I opened all my windows. Um, I I brought in backup. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, my family and I, we opened We turned on the air conditioner and let the vents open. And after searching it thoroughly, including the top part where the screens are that you're supposed to clean every six months, um, there was nothing. So Mm. I believe that it was something outside so thank god for screens on your windows because if something was outside crawling around like i know that it was last summer for sure i had war with this cockroach that was on my screen window my window screen war, huh? it was war because i kept trying to get it off and the only thing that i had to like attack it with um well first you you try to like you know you put your finger on it and you just Try to bounce it off the, you know, flick it off of the screen. Try to bounce the screen and hopefully it'll detach and go away. It did not. So the only thing that I had to spray with was a spritzer bottle that I have for water. That's just water filled with water. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to spray at it with water and it just would not move. (laughs) it wouldn't go maybe it was dead and like latched on i don't know No, because it would flap its wings and it was so loud which is the reason why i wanted it off so i ended up closing the window because i was afraid it would somehow get through the screen it couldn't but and get to you in your mouth i know just the fact that it it lives was just horrifying (laughs) and it was on the outside of the screen (laughs) but they're so scary they're so scary. That's funny. I hate them. They're
1: so well, scary. Well, everyone in Hawaii, there are big cockroaches, <laughs> so just be prepared. Uh, and boo frogs, and you know, all the things set a be I know. It's paradise, though.
0: We have the most beautiful beaches, and technically, the cockroaches won't kill you, but they are scary.
1: No, they won't kill you, but they will terrify you. (laughs) And they possibly will fly into your mouth. I have told you many times. (laughs) not scream with your mouth open. As long as you don't scream and you have your mouth open, they like the vibration, and that's why they always seem to fly at you or Uh run towards you. It's not like I was singing in my
0: bedroom that it came to the window.
1: No, but... It wasn't really trying to fly at you because it didn't know you were there. But if you had screamed, it would have tried to fly.
0: Mm.
1: Well, you know. I remember somebody told me that they've had one fly in their mouth before while they were screaming. Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my God. Moving on from that, (laughs) I have to say uh, that Texas has some really crazy weather right now. We're getting rain every day. Mm -hmm. And it's not like during the daytime. It's usually right after work. These huge thunderstorms with lots of lightning. So past Sunday, I went to a water park for the first time in a long time. And let me tell you that the Lazy River and I are best friends. I went on a couple rides. And one of them was like a racing sort of setup where you have eight tubes. And you have to sit on kind of a yoga mat and like slide face first down it. Okay. So it starts off as in a closed tunnel. And then you open up into this huge slide Mm -hmm. and then it it has a big drop. And then you, at the end, you kind of like get pouts with water. I've never been afraid in my life, but I was afraid to go head first into this ride. And so when I went, I was like, there's no turning back now. Like you're on it already, right? You're going full speed. I got, came out of the chute and I was like, oh God, dear Lord. I was like, dear Lord, please save my life. I get down to the bottom, and my arm kind of like scrapes along the slide, yeah. and it burns right because you're going at a fast pace, and it's plastic. Then, all of a sudden, I feel like this sharp pain in my knee. I get up, I go ahead and like drop off the mat, scared out of my life, scared for my life. Give her the mat. I look down at my knee. I had a huge rock embedded in my knee, <gasps> like around my knee into my skin. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was so deep it was flush with my skin. Oh. And so I had to, like, stand there and squeeze it out. Yeah. And then the rock fell out, and then my leg started bleeding violently. I was like, oh, dear. Mm. So I don't care about other people's blood. You can bleed all around me. I don't care. But when I bleed, like, it's, the world is ending. Mm. So I have this huge hole in my leg that has now turned into a scab. All because my niece wanted to go on a ride that was head first and very scary. The other rides were great. Uh, we rode uh, one of them. It, it's called the Snake Pit. And it has six different slides. And we went down the fastest mm-hmm. one four times. Because I just put her in the front tube. And, like, we go. And we go fast. Like, fast enough to almost make me sick when we turn. Um, the G's were just so uh, sudden. And I'm just like, you know, in the back. But I can't, I like, she's screaming. I'm like yelling, like, ah, we're going to die. Anyway, so, but it was was a lot of fun. And I got to say, you know, going back to a water park was really fun. But what people wear to a water park is questionable. (laughs) Very, very questionable. (laughs) My cousin was there and he brought up the point. He was like, why would you wear a thong and then wear mesh pants over it? Because...
0: You just don't want to get that tan. I don't know. I don't know.
1: But I'm just, I just question, like, how do you go on rides?
0: Unless they're not there like for them. the rides. They're there for shopping. For a new you partner.
1: Know, I commend people for being very com- body positive, confident. Mm-hmm. That's all I could tell my brother and my cousin.
0: I don't think that's a person. Well, that, I don't think you go on a ride like that.
1: I hope not. But um, I can imagine somebody lost that their, a lot of people would lose their hair. Things. Oh, Oh, dear. Like somebody lost their braids, like, on the ride. I'm like, maybe we should have tacked that down a little bit better. I don't know. We were in the uh, tidal wave pool. Mm-hmm. And my niece didn't understand what that meant. And so uh, we swim all the way up to the top where, you know, the waves start. Yeah. She's like, "What? what is this going to be like? And I was like, just wait. Oh, no. The waves start. And they're big. Yeah. They were big. I was, I was really impressed. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm swimming in the ocean again, mm-hmm. you know? And she's like, ow. And she starts like panicking, right? Yeah. And she starts to fall out of the tube and do all these crazy things. And she's like, I can swim. And I'm like, no, you can't. You like are like, you sink to the bottom. My brother came uh, one time and then he put my other niece uh, into the water. She was screaming bloody murder. So I grabbed like a child size vest and I put it on mm-hmm. her. And once I clipped that final thing, he goes, okay, you're good. And he like threw her a couple feet away. She sank to the bottom. Oh, dear. Even with the vest. Even with the vest. She sank to the bottom and we were both like, oops. And so we picked her up out of there and she was screaming, crying, grabbing onto my brother, choking him and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was so funny because he was like, yeah, you're good. You know, like no big deal because you got a life vest on. No, apparently it didn't work. And it was the right size. Like, I saw, you know, age appropriate. But, um, no, she sank to the bottom. And we were like, that didn't work. Oh, dear. It's kind of funny because we both had the realization at the same time. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. That,
0: is, that is frightening. But, you know what? I think the tidal pool things are good practice for anybody before they go play in an ocean. Like, you, it's not the same at all. But to get beat up by the water a little bit, you know, just hold your breath. Not learn how to not panic, and if you can do that in like right. a pool, it's a good start before you go into an ocean, which there's no there's no stop button for that turning off the waves. Yeah, it's uh, swim for your life.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I mean it is. But the one thing I told my niece was that you just relax, you go with the the wave, mm-hmm. because if you're not having the ones that are like actually breaking, yeah, then you're just basically in this like. I don't know, almost like a like a hammock, you know, you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down or something. I don't even know if it's like a hammock. But I said if you just stay still and tread water, you'll go with the water. It will take you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it will take you back to shore. It's not going out, out to shore, out out away from shore. It will take you to shore eventually if you don't panic.
0: If you don't well, I, I gotta say I've been pulled out to the ocean, to the channel before. It just depends on where you are. Like, you got to be... You know how the ocean moves? Like, um, you'll see some of it, it comes from one direction and another direction. And then another part will go out. So you just got to kind of just just watch the water you know you just got to pay attention it's like crossing a road you know looking for oncoming traffic you just got to see which direction the water is moving how it moves in and out and side or if it goes side to side how many times do we catch waves sideways across the shore instead of like forward and back that's true there's so many the ocean is fantastic crazy and it will surprise you in a heartbeat you know you just be randomly out there and you're like oh my gosh i'm on a bump and i'm surfing and you're like where did that come from? You have no idea. It doesn't well, even make sense, but you're grateful for it. What do you
1: always say? You always say that the ocean, nature, you know, you have to respect it or else it, you know, it will disrespect you back. Yeah, you just got to
0: be a, a definitely aware of your surroundings at all times, especially when you're out in the ocean or the water.
1: For sure. Okay, I have a question for okay. you. When's the last time you've had a massage?
0: Um It's got to be at least a couple years ago. I mean, definitely way before the pandemic.
1: What do you think your best massage has ever been?
0: Um, I think I had the best massage experience. Uh, I went to the um, the Kahala um, hotel yep. and uh, had a spa treatment over there. That was actually one of the nicest ones that I I can remember. And I've gone to I've gone to a yeah, lot of different Kahala. spas things, and that one was my favorite.
1: I think my favorite... I mean, on the islands was definitely like the Kohala Hotel. I mm-hmm. went there and then I swam with the dolphins and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then the best ever massage that I've had stateside would be at the Cosmopolitan at their Sahara uh, spa. And it's um, a reenactment almost of what Turkish baths are like. <laughs> they put you on this huge stone table that's it's warmed and heated. And then they beat you throw water on you <laughs>
0: yeah I've they seen, basically
1: beat you with water I've seen
0: that I've actually seen it on like a travel cover show you in
1: bubbles it doesn't look almost, pleasant I almost suffocated uh in the bubbles like there's so many bubbles yeah but I love it so much and it's it's a long experience but it's well worth the money but I just want to tell you about my recent massage that I had it was a referral from my mother and she knew that I had been lifting very heavy boxes and things to help uh, my brother move. So he starts off and he's like, you know, what what do you need? And I was like, my hands hurt, my arms hurt, upper back mostly. I just want to say it hurts so much when he started to massage my butt. Oh, well, that's the top of I like don't... the sciatic nerve though, right? Yeah. And that goes your, all the way your down glutes? your
0: legs and it, it, if yeah. it's tight anywhere, oh my god. Yes,
1: I understand. No, but he like he like dug into the cheek and I was like, ow. Yeah. Like all of I, I was I was wiggling on the table. Then he went up into my like triceps and um into my ribs and massaged between my ribs and I was like this is painful. Mm-hmm. When I got out of there, I was so sore. I woke up the next day and I could barely walk because I was just so sore. So that's why like muscle relaxers have been my friend lately because
0: <laughs> they just relax you chemically I don't know if it can you know I, I think it would still relax the muscles um, but I think there's something to with um, tissue massage that is gonna like really help it to heal and release it even more I can say that I didn't believe that massages and things like that were <laughs> I thought they were just luxury you know, growing right. up, I was like, oh, as a, you know, as a kid, you're like, why, why would you go and do that? You only see, um, you know, that in movies or something. I don't know. But um, there was a time in my life and I was like maybe 23 and I was having some weird exhaustion and I was going to the doctor and the doctor said, you know, you have these peaks where your heartbeat is slowing down. And I was starting to freak out. So she gave me medication. She said, if you're starting to feel this exhausted, you know, she would have me check my heart rate. And then she would say, you're going to take this medication and then it'll speed your heart rate up and um, I did it on and off for a while and um, at the time I was doing I had just started um, taking jiu-jitsu not long after that and in our jiu-jitsu training they taught us that if you understand your muscles the body muscles and how to like move them defend yourself and break things or move things out of alignment you also have to learn how to fix it so massage was actually part of the training and it actually taught you more about body stuff so because it's a class, everybody works on each other. So there's this guy, he was more advanced than me, but he gave me a massage and whatever was with my heart fixed. It was a circulation problem. And that was the most life changing thing is like I had a full body, he gave me a full body massage and it like moved everything in my body. And so now, after that moment I was like oh my god massages there's something to it there's it's it's moving not only like they say energy but it's moving your literal fluids and things in your body
1: yeah i get st- uh, i get a stuffy nose every time i get a massage and that's when i know it's working because because it's like breaking up breaking up stuff and they always say you're going to
0: detox for days you're going to and that's yep. all just part of the detox all the pain that you feel is going to leave but you know a few days later you feel like you know, twenty years younger. you feel like a kid again. You can run around and do all kinds of things,
1: well, that's why I made that PSA earlier about stretching because mm-hmm. I've been stretching to recover from that massage. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was saying, like it's not pain. it's it's something your body needs. I mostly enjoy relaxing massages. Uh, I wanted to also, like give a good shout out to um Aulani on the west side. We talked about Kahala on the far east side. Yeah. And I've been to Turtle Bay up North Shore. And down in Waikiki, I went to the... I've been to the Sheraton, the Marriott. Moana Surfrider. Moana Surfrider for sure. And then I think there was a Wyndham across the street from Moana mm-hmm, Surfrider mm-hmm. that was really good too. There is a unknown slash known massage parlor kind of in the Waikiki area. It's a little, it's like across the street. It's like on the bottom of like a, not a really well-known hotel. I forgot what it's called. Mm-hmm. But the, but I remember going there and I was having a really great massage. Fantastic. For cheap, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden she was dumped up on my back and I was, I like lifted my head up and I go, whoa, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Cause she was, she was doing the real like massage with her feet. Yeah and it was it was terrifying yeah and my brother had the same experience and apparently this lady just randomly did like some kind of back handspring onto his back fortunately enough he's like a really thick dude but he was like i was i was scared okay no, i'm, not, wanted, gonna, I'm no not gonna
0: i'm not gonna recommend that because if they if they <laughs> get you in the wrong spot you'll be paralyzed
1: yeah everything Chiropractor, same thing yeah i went to a chiropractor and i was afraid for my life too because i was just like why is my body cracking apparently you can crack your ear somehow and I'm like yeah you know I know like things crack and you're wondering like what just like happened to me yeah
0: I've been to a lot of chiropractors but I have to say the better longer results have always been with massage therapists and if you don't have to do it like every month or every six months you know at least every year or every other year just to keep your body in check and if just do something it's just a gift for yourself if you just do it like that should be everybody's gift to themselves for their birthday you know yeah that would be a really nice gift for yourself it's just a gift for your yourself. health it's for your health treat yourself and it's a really nice gift treat yourself yeah treat yourself <laughs> have you seen that from parks and rec no i have not watched parks and rec okay but I just started watching that- like some like there are all these shows that everybody talks about all the time. And I, I really never yeah. watched so much TV in my life until coronavirus. Well, until coronavirus. Welcome. I mean, I just never had time to sit and watch television. So I'd see movies every so often, especially the big ones that were, you know, you knew everybody was going to talk about. But um, I never really watched television. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much TV now. Like things are. Yeah, right? There is just so much stuff now. Because we're watching, like, foreign stuff that's been dubbed, too. Like Oh, my God. The best thing out of coronavirus and lockdowns is that movies go straight to your streaming service.
1: Well, they're trying to cut that out now because they want you to go back to the cinema, which I enjoy going to the cinema with my mom. Well, see, I used to you know, like it. I haven't done that a Until, long time. you know,
0: coronavirus. And, you know, people are touching foods or touching their mouth and then they touch the seats and... It's like, I don't know if they're going to keep up with the cleaning. When I go to the shopping cart, I still wipe my own. But thank God they, they're they still wiping it and cleaning it and spraying it down. Disinfecting. I love everything disinfected.
1: So how are things going in Hawaii with coronavirus? And, um, you know, are things better for you guys? Because I know you're fully open now.
0: We are fully opened. Um, weddings are, I think you can have up to 200, maybe 300 people again.
1: Did it? Weddings
0: were completely shut down. That's and a lot of people. You don't realize how much um, that industry impacts our entire island. From there's like caterers and event locations and photographers and florists and um, all of those industries were impacted so heavily with the shutdown. Right. And so the fact that they're finally getting that back up, Hawaii is a wedding destination to the world. And uh, just really glad to see that back open. But the most exciting thing is this year, they're going to have the Merry Monarch, which actually is July 1, 2, and 3. And you can watch it no matter where you are in the world. If you can download the app, um, Hawaii. Oh, that's going to be cool. Hawaii News Now um, has an app. And they say that they're going to have a link on there that you can stream uh, oh. the Merry Monarch, which is... Just so you know, every night, July 1, 2, and 3, it's a four to five hour commitment. (laughs) Um, But if you really want to see Hula, I'm going to actually cut this section, and I'm going to put it up Mm -hmm. early because it'll actually air July 1st.
1: So um, I'll cut this as a clip that'll be a... Oh, July 1st is Mary Monarch? Yeah, July 1st. Okay, I got to download the Hawaii News Now app. Yeah,
0: wait, or you just go, you're probably not going to want to watch it on your phone. Well, maybe, I don't know. But um, if you want to watch it on your computer, or, and I think you can even watch it on your Apple TV, because they also have a Apple TV app. And a Roku, Do they really? And a Roku app, Roku and Apple TV app. Okay,
1: I'm definitely going to have to get on that. You're going to have to remind me, so you're going to have to text me when that happens. Because yeah. uh, I want to make sure that I get to watch it. My mom would love to watch that too.
0: Yeah, so Hawaii News Now. And then here's the exciting thing. Mary Monarch has. As, so if you ever go to a hula show um, live yep. and in person, they have vendors, all these Hawaii vendors oh, who have so much so Hawaii stuff. If you want to see the best of Hawaii crafts and, you know, even Hawaii people, we go to these things just to the craft fairs are huge here in Hawaii. Um, but the the vendors are online. So now you can oh. buy anything. Now I can buy anything. Yeah, In do you know, oh, I, I did this up. Are you going to put some links up? But you can actually find it, because Hawaii News Now has, like, kind of everything Mary Monarch, since they're the ones who are airing it. Yep. You'll find all the links for everything. But um, specifically, the the Hawaii small business vendors, they kind of grouped together during coronavirus and called themselves um, Pop Up Makeke. And, um, oh, there it is. And they kind of made, like, a little TV show, so it's kind of like... QVC and Home Shopping Network kind of things where they show the items and what you how you buy it and they feature local artists. So it's a really great way to, and it's not just um, clothes and stuff. You're, you're going to support artists and food vendors and, you know, the pottery. I mean, Kauai has
1: so many talented artists. Well, to wrap it up, Happy Merry Monarch. Thank you for tuning in and check us out at at sunset.com, which is going to be completely new and redesigned website, re-release. Yeah. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you. And special shout out to our patrons. We appreciate you supporting us.
0: Love you patrons. And thank you everybody who listens to us and supports us until we meet again. A hui